G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 476 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Meg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com or just send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Now it's about here I start telling you some kind of story, but I'm pressed for time, so I'll just go straight into the question, which is from Leon who writes, uh, two weeks ago I took part in the Iron Cat in Spain, great event by the way with a very very nice atmosphere being dutch and doing a triathlon in sunny spain i drank way too much i think this resulted in spending quite some time near trees and inside toilets so my question how do you how do you make sure you're easy for me to say how do you make sure you don't drink too much or too little and don't spend valuable minutes near the toilet and trees um most people good good question um most people don't generally drink enough um but but i think over drinking's um well was a few you know some years back like um, half a dozen years or so ago so i haven't checked since but Drinking too much was the biggest cause of death in marathons. Um, so they started spacing out the um, aid stations. Instead of having them every couple of k's, they really started stretching them out because people were just downing them. Um, generally, the rule of thumb for, for drinking... Well, it's easy to say the rule of thumb for drinking is to drink to drink the first. Some people, they, they need to focus a little bit more on being a bit more in touch with with themselves with the need to drink more um because they you know they all of a sudden you go on two hours into a ride and you think oh, geez i've got a full bottle here i haven't had a sip of anything so there, there's that side of the scales clearly by the sounds of it you're not on that side of the scale um so it, it'd be interesting to know what your nutrition plan for um the iron cat was but a few a few things you don't really you're in a race so you don't really want to be pulling over uh, against a tree or a fence or jumping into a port loo and and splashing about you you want to keep you know you always want to keep moving forward and this is why when in a race i'm a believer that you you pee yourself um but there are cautions with this so for instance, you got to know exactly where your drink bottles are on your bike. You know, if they're just underneath you and you're going to pee all over them, you might want to plan that a little bit better. So as you're heading towards an aid station, you know, have had it. And then you can toss, toss the bottle and, um, and, and be done with it. You don't want to be doing it straight after an aid station and you've got another 15 or so kilometres to go before the next aid station and you've peed all over your bottles. So that's just something to consider, but you should always be moving forward. Now, um, you, you're generally going to pee less during a race than you would in training normally for, for the majority of people. That's um, you, you're just working, or you know, the engines running full bolt during during a race. So, so you, you're generally going to pee pee less. 
But there is nothing worse than than when you're doing um, intervals in training, like longer intervals, and you need to go bad. I did, it happened to me a couple of months ago. I, I had a six-hour bike ride, and on it was um, a 40-minute effort followed by two 30-minute efforts. And I was started coming on about halfway through my first 40 minute effort and, I, and I'm thinking geez you know what a horrendous time for this to occur and I and by you know another 10 minutes I'm you know you you can't stay aero you're just really uncomfortable and I had to call, call that first interval short pull 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 over to the fence line and um let one loose and then jump back onto the onto the bike and try and finish that yeah finish that interval but it was um yeah there's that's that's annoying but in racing in races it's that sucks so if you and some people can't go on the bike too um they get you know stage fright or, or so or they just think it's disgusting and they go i'm not that competitive i'm i don't need to do that or whatever it is um but I, if i was you i'd start logging down um what you have in your notes for your in your training log what you're consuming on every training session um even if you just create a spreadsheet purely for um fluid and nutrition intakes during during training so um as well as the weather um what sort of weather it was um your perceived effort for that training session um if you got power numbers um and your intensity factor on that session put that in there as well as um you know just how much fluid you drank as much detail as you can you consume put in without going over the top and you can try and create a, a try and find a pattern what's um are you drinking too much are you not or um and then maybe, maybe even put a little note. Did you need to go to the dunny? Uh, you know, during your training session, how many times did you have to go? So just, just so you can try and find a pattern and be interesting. I was doing something like that a couple of years back, but um, but not for you. This in mind on um, you know taking a leak during training or racing. Um, it, was, it was for um, other things, but yeah, be interesting. But I really don't have the correct answer. There is um, a book I uh, I think it's called Waterlog. I think I haven't I've never read it, but it is on um, the list to to read one day. I've got so many books I want to read and and reading. It's not funny, but um, I think it's Waterlog that that's for endurance athletes. So that might be worth. Um, purchasing and having having a gander through that sorry i'm not not the biggest help today but i uh all the best with it if you guys have any questions you do not want me to help you with like today jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode hooroo